Darth Vader Ginsburg, Darth Vader Ginsburg, Darth Vader, Darth Darth Vader Ginsburg. Just a feminist icon or just another psychotic demon in the form of a little old lady who would not die? Darth Vader Ginsburg. Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. I don't even know why I do these anymore since we're getting deplatformed so fast. I can't even, I can't even count. Um, you're probably going to hear about where we are on Parlor and MeWe in the coming weeks, but right now I think we're still on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide on the web at evillawyersguide.com. That's with the WWW in front of it on Twitter. We're back on thanks to a nasty letter from me at Evil Law Guide. Not that I tweet. This weekend, a 149-year-old Justice of the Supreme Court, Darth Bader Ginsburg, I mean Ruth, whatever, Darth Bader Ginsburg, finally died. And I'm not going to celebrate the death of another human being. Demon. <clears throat> but, as I watch all of my colleagues and lawyer friends canonize this monster, I have to keep reminding them of what she actually did. And either they don't respond at all, I get crickets, or they immediately start talking about how much she moved the ball forward for women's rights. Um, women already had equal rights before Darth Bader Ginsburg was even on the court. So, in spite of the fact, oh, oh yeah, oh, she used all these novel ideas to make new law. The Supreme Court is not supposed to make new law. They're supposed to interpret the law that's already on the books, to wit, the Constitution. Or she applied the Constitution in novel ways. See what I said just a second ago. Or she won a whole bunch of cases before she became a judge. You know... Um, most lawyers who become judges win a whole bunch of cases. Most lawyers who do not become judges win a whole bunch of cases. In fact, the only lawyers I know who don't ever win any cases are now real estate agents. No offense to real estate agents. It's an honorable profession. Yeah. So, well, okay. If you're listening, one of you real estate agents, I love you because you're terrific. You're my real estate agent. The rest of you, you're kind of like all the other lawyers. The verdict is still out on whether I like any of you or not. Just because I'm one of you, don't mean I gotta like you. I'll refer you to the Chappelle Show. And a really funny bit he did about the Black Klansman. That's kind of the way I feel about other attorneys most of the time. So, now that we've gotten deplatformed from every other page that we're on, I can talk about Darth Bader Ginsburg and what she really did as a judicial activist who actually made fun of the Constitution, and was oft quoted as saying, the Constitution is whatever we tell you it is, in direct opposition to, say, a Scalia, Justice Scalia, who got Clinton a couple of years ago, I mean, died under mysterious circumstances, who felt like the document was meant to be read as the document is written. And I'm firmly on that side. I don't care. Yeah, you know what? I do care, okay? The whole feminist thing went off the rails so long ago. You gals jumped the shark big time, and it's it's turned into, now that we have fourth wave feminism, it's not 
It's not pro-woman. It's just anti-man. You're a bunch of man-hating, purple-haired, morbidly obese, overly tattooed. Hey, it's okay that you hate men because none of us want you around anyway. All right, so you put on your pink hat and go out there with your sign in one hand and your jack-in-the-box super jumbo value drink in the other hand. What is it with these people and these drinks? Now, I've never felt the need to carry around a gallon of Coke. I'm sorry, ladies, Diet Coke. And, you know, I'm not talking about all women. Like I said in the beginning, before you start keyboard warrioring, um, you, I was talking about the, the purple-haired, morbidly obese, protesting, vagina hat-wearing slugs and parade floats that I see screaming in people's faces now on the news. And have been seeing this for quite a while, actually. So, uh, oh yeah, I left off the bad tattoos and the face that looks like it got dragged through a tackle box in the wrong direction. But I digress. We're here to talk about Darth Bader Ginsburg. Hashtag notorious RBG. And, and I had someone the other day call me out. You're ignorant. You didn't read her book. Au contraire, mon frere. I did read her book, and it it took, you know, I, I better get a bucket. I mean, it, it, it took some doing to force my way through it. Um, things I admire about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She seemed to have had a good relationship with her husband. She's dead. Next. And then I had someone telling me, you're ignorant. You didn't read Scalia's book. I pretty much read everything Scalia ever wrote including his book. I know they were friends. That's sweet and kind and nice and everything. And who cares? So let's spit the uh, uh, gray pube out of our teeth and talk about what this monster actually did when she was on the court. Too bad the rim shot machine's not working. While Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on the court, she called for the sex integration of prisons. So the conditions of imprisonment, security, and housing could be equal. Hey, feminists, you want to be in prison with a bunch of guys? Because all they're going to do is stop raping each other and start raping you. There's an article right now out that I read the other day. and posted on my Facebook page where it promptly got taken ba- down by Nazi-berg. I mean, Zucker-bastard, Zucker whatever. Cuckerberg. Cuckerberg always takes my stuff down because he can't handle the truth. Um, robot virgin boy. <clears throat> anyway, um, that uh, one of these trans fellers managed to get himself locked up in a women's prison after filing a lawsuit saying that he would be brutally raped to death if he was put in a men's prison. And then as soon as he got in the women's prison, went on a, you guessed it, rape spree. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Anyway, your idol, the creepy little... She looks like... Have anybody ever seen that movie? I think it's a silent film from the 20s called Nosferatu. With the, just a, Max Shrek played the absolute creepiest looking vampire I've ever seen in a movie. And this was made, like I said, it was made 100 years ago. And that's what she it pretty much looked like. Darth Bader Ginsburg. But anyway, she called for the sex integration of prisons, which is just a really bad idea. Unless you're a prisoner. Well, unless you're a dude prisoner, and you're like, they're bringing in women? All right! 
Yeah. Now if we could just get smoking back in the prisons. Um, what else? Well, she cast constitutional doubt on the legality of Mother's Day and Father's Day as separate holidays. And there's a theme here, and the theme is war on the family. You know, in spite of the fact that she apparently had a pretty good family, decent husband, good relationship, yada, yada, um, she didn't want anybody else to have one. <clears throat> Wouldn't fit her far, far leftist agenda of, um, as she called it, reinterpreting. I call it setting fire to the Constitution of the United States. So, yeah, constitutionally, she believed that uh, it was illegal to have a separate Mother's Day and a separate Father's Day. I objected to laws against prostitution because prostitution is a consensual act between adults who is arguably within the zone of privacy. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to agree with her. You know, I, I, I believe that um, prostitution should be legal. You know, unless someone, and I'm not talking about trafficking, but I'm talking about like a very, very high-dollar escort I, re I represented for years once told me. I asked her, how'd you get in the business? She said, I like screwing everybody, and I needed a job. She said, I was a whore anyway. I figured I might as well make money on it. So there are people out there, men too, although it's hard for us to get paid, who... Um, are very sexually active and would like to get paid for it. Onlyfans.com. <coughs> uh, so, you know, she said that she didn't think that was a problem, and I tend to agree with her, legally speaking. Now, morally speaking, I'm not in favor of prostitution, just like legally speaking. There's some things that, legally speaking, I think the government ought to stay out of, and that's one of them. But as a Christian... Uh, I know some of you cringe when I say that. I don't really care. I feel like that it's a bad idea, you know. But that's hey, that's my belief, and I I don't think the government should be involved in in that. Um, she listed literally hundreds of words that should be eliminated from all statutes, like man, woman, man-made, mankind, husband, father, uh, brother. You know, all the words that deal with guys. You know, and like I said, there's a theme here. There's a, a feminism, man-hating, family-hating, destroy-it-all, burn-it-down theme here. And we had this, and this person was on the court. This person, um, you know, and I've read a lot of her opinions, and I've read a lot of her dissents. Uh, if she had her way, we would all be walking around in matching gray jumpers with matching haircuts. Nobody could tell what sex you were, and we would all identify as they's. Moving on, she called for the sex integration of Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts because they perpetuate stereotype sex roles. Well, where do I begin? Stereotype sex roles is where we get the family. The family is the foundation of all civilizations. All you have to do is look at the ghettos where all the fathers are gone and dudes you shouldn't have kids and then take off, all right? I'll bait on you guys some other time, though. Right now I'm talking about this psychopath. <clears throat> Crime skyrockets when there's no families. Learning plummets when there's no families. Stereotype sex roles are what undergird families. 
I'm not saying that mom can't work and that dad can't do a dish. What I'm saying is that men and women are different and the stereotype sex roles come out of that difference. And if we didn't have them, we wouldn't be here. The world would be run by lizard people or something because that is what's kept the human race going for as long as the human race has been around. Moving on. She called for the reduction of the age of consent for sexual acts for people who are under 12. Now, California's got to love that. And I'll refer you to my show last week about um, the, the, the California legislation that allows old, nasty pedos to rape 14-year-old boys and get away with it. The age of consent is there for a reason. And the reason is that you can't give consent if you're a kid. And the reason you can't give consent if you're a kid is because you're a kid. What do you know? And just because an adult could use his adult brain with all of its experience and age and everything else to talk you, which is called grooming, as a child into participating in acts that you do not understand does not mean that you can give consent. But, hey, Darth Vader wanted the consent to be below 12. I don't know how low, because I didn't read the whole thing. It kind of makes me sick. But, below 12. She was against the Man Act, and if you don't know what the Man Act is, it punishes those engaged in the interstate sex traffic of children. She wrote in an opinion that the act itself was offensive to her. Okay, so we've got hates the family, objects to laws against prostitution, wants to reduce the age of consent to less than 12 years old, and wants to get rid of the federal child trafficking statute, the Man Act. What well, was she a pimp on the side? Was she a child pornographer on the side? I mean, did she know some of these people? What was her game plan besides just destroying the, the family and therefore destroying the country and her progressive rants? I mean, she praises the this legal system of South Africa where um, whites and Christians are being burned alive for no other reason than that they're white Christian landowners. And she goes on to praise their constitution and talk bad about ours, which she swore to uphold and protect, by the way. That's part of the uh, ceremony when you get your job as a Supreme Court justice. Uh, moving on to more uh, fourth-wave feminazi madness. Wanted he, she, him, her, his, and hers to be removed from everything and replaced by he, she, her, him, Shim, sure, and and I, I, I get I could go on forever. There's a whole list of these words. This is um, utter madness. So I know if you didn't read 1984 by George Orwell, I'd suggest you at least pick up a Cliff's Notes and read it again. Uh, it was called Newspeak in the book, and it's what we call political correctness or this like fourth wave feminazi bullshit where you change all the words and all the labels, and by changing all the words and all the labels over a long enough period of time, you change the behavior of the populace. 
And we're talking about the homogenization of not only the sexes, but the races and the classes and everything else. And we're not talking about equality. Equality, good. Homogenization, bad. Homogenization, North Korea. Equality, America. Yay, winning. Uh, she insisted on sex integration, fraternity and sororities, and basically removing them and replacing them with college social societies for which everybody could be a member. You know, uh, far be it for me to defend the fraternity sorority uh, culture, but, you know, I did have a lot of fun as a part of it sometimes. That's the dumbest effing thing I've ever heard of, aside from the rest of the things I've been talking about today. So Darth Vader Ginsburg uh, had a real problem with fraternities and sororities, and I'm sure that's because they would not accept her, and she would have said that's because she was Jewish, and I would have said no, that's because... You look like you should live under a bridge and scare goats, but we'll move on. She asserted that laws against bigamists, persons cohabitating with more than one woman, and persons cohabitating with more than one man or a bigamist are unconstitutional. Yet again, another attack on the family. Now, I'm going to almost agree with her on this. Not on the attack on the family thing, because, I mean, that's her entire, the arc of her entire career was one big attack on the family and therefore an attack on men and women, but mostly men. If your religion permits more than one spouse, or if you want to have more than one spouse, um, I don't think it's any of the government's business. Just like I don't think it's any of the government's business, which Ruth Bader Ginsburg was in on this too, to legalize unions between homosexuals and call that marriage. Marriage is a Judeo-Christian sacrament defined in our sacred texts as being between a man and a woman. If you want legal protection, a la a spouse... For a man and a man, or a woman and a woman, I don't think that's really any of my business. I really think the government should stay entirely out of it, but if the government is going to get involved in it, don't rob the rest of us of our sacrament and slap it on something that it is not. I'll move on. I could do a whole show on that. I might. Um, she wanted women in combat, and she wanted women to be drafted. Whereas... My knee-jerk reaction to this is to say, yeah, all right, draft the women too, put them on the front lines too. Why should the guys die for everything? My higher brain reaction to this is that's the dumbest friggin' idea I've ever heard in my life. Look, it's already there, there's multiple studies, and I'm not going to cite all of them because this is for entertainment purposes only, and it wouldn't be very entertaining, that show the weakening of combat forces when it's when they're mixed, all right? Guys are better at fighting, okay? I'm not saying that there aren't Ronda Rouseys out there who could probably whip my ass. What I'm saying is, as a general rule, men do much better at fighting. As a general rule, now, a lot of my divorced dads will disagree with this, and it's because their wives were lousy mothers, the general rule, good women are better at raising children and should probably stay home from wars and do that or whatever else they want to do for that matter. 
I don't think I'm I'm not a proponent proponent a proponent of barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. But what I am a proponent of is reality. And the reality is that women don't need to be on the front lines. But this was another one of her holdings that would have led to a whole bunch of rapes. So maybe she was pro-rape. I don't know. You want to put women in prison with men? Lots of rapes. Want to put women on the front lines? POW camps. Lots of rapes. Makes me wonder whose side she was on. And to be honest with you, I don't think she was on anybody's side, but her side. And she had this twisted theology, this personal twisted theology of hers that she carried through her entire career and her entire public life that was basically devoted to the destruction of the family, the remodeling of the United States through misinterpretation of the Constitution and judicial activism. And F you if you didn't like it. Like she said, the Constitution is whatever I say it is, because I'm on the Supreme Court. Um, and moving on down to how do you destroy the family without destroying the kids? Well, how about we just don't have any kids? Harris v. McRae, uh, she threw a big fit about this. Uh, that's a case that said that the tax money couldn't be used to fund abortions. She claimed that tax-funded abortions were a constitutional right. Oh, my God. I have read the Constitution. I have read the founders, the framers of the Constitution's notes. I've read a lot of their books. I've read a lot of their writings. They never intended, and, and you got to understand this, they didn't have abortion doctors back then, but they had abortions. They had... Uh, people who knew how to mix up the right potions to get rid of that baby. So they weren't unfamiliar with the concept of voluntarily early termination of a pregnancy. And it's not in there. There's nowhere in there. In fact, everything in the Constitution basically is guaranteed to protect life. Um, One of my favorite parts of the Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment, protect life, to protect life from your government, and to protect life from someone who might want to take it. And using tax money for abortions violates the First Amendment because it's a de facto establishment of a, we'll call it a religion, that is against the Judeo-Christian religions. You know, we have a, a big issue right now that A lot of people worship the government and not God. They believe that all their provisions come from the government and not God. Government has become a religion. And if you look at the Soviet Union, if you look at North Korea, if you look at history, which no one does anymore, or what history they get has been revised, if you look at real history, pick up a history book from the 40s and read it. You'll understand that... The government as religion is a concept that goes back thousands of years, but our, our, our most recent, probably our most recent uh, egregious examples are the Soviet Union, pre-World War II Japan, where the emperor was actually seen as a god, and North Korea. But you can go back, you, know, you can go back to Caesar, you can go back further than that, uh, where the, the government was was the religion, and if you didn't 
if, if you didn't follow what the king said, then you got your head chopped off. So when you establish a government policy that directly flies in the face of the prevailing religious sentiment and by using tax dollars requires that people who are of the prevailing religious sentiment pay for that thing, and in this case it's abortions, you're establishing a de facto government religion, and that violates the first few words of the First Amendment Bill of Rights. Darth Bader Ginsburg, I never celebrate the death of anybody. I'd be lying if I said I was glad, wasn't glad you're not on that court anymore. And I'm confident that my president will pick someone terrific, fantastic, and awesome. And they will be confirmed. And I believe he's going to pick them Friday. Or maybe Saturday. He's waiting until you're cold and in the ground, or wherever they're going to put you. Now, a lot of people are going to wonder, you may warm up, but I'm not, because that's not my business. It's between you and God. Good luck. And with that, I'm going to wrap this show up. You may be able to still find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide. They can't take down my website, so I'll always be on www.evillawyersguide.com. And... I think I'm back on Twitter, like I said. Nasty letter. At Evil Law Guide. See you next week.